Brenda Lane. An Underpinnings podcast is presented by Frederick and Kimberly's Aveda Salon in St. Joseph and Meister Witkowski Photography in Stevensville. Also sponsored by Full Circle Cafe and Espresso Bar in Stevensville. Simply stepping inside Frederick and Kimberly's Aveda Salon will have you falling in love with the proprietary scents of Aveda products for hair, skin, and aromatherapy. Aveda products are environmentally friendly, and millions already trust Aveda with their hair. Now try Aveda for the body and experience your favorite scent from head to toe. In March, buy two, get one Aveda body care product free, including the Shampure, Cherry Almond, Beautifying Rosemary Mint, and Stress Fix Lines. Frederick and Kimberly's Aveda Salon with Aveda products Monday through Saturday. Salon and spa services by appointment Monday through Friday. Corner of Palmer and Red Arrow Highway, South St. Joseph. Visit frederickandkimberleys.com. That's Frederick with a C. This is Brenda Lane, an underpinnings podcast. And during the course of the stay-at-home or shelter-at-home order in the state of Michigan, we're going to be posting twice a week to try to keep you up to date with all the things of local interest and importance during this uh, very unusual time in our history. Mondays and Thursdays will be the days that we'll be posting. And if you are uh, interested in any more information about what you're hearing, you can always check our resources page at underpinningsmarketing.com. My guest in this segment is Loretta Holmes, and Loretta is the owner of Bella Coaching Services in St. Joseph, and she's the founder of What the Fit Coaching Academy group on Facebook. Loretta, thank you so much for uh, coming on with us today. I, I guess, like a lot of other people, you have a little extra time on your hands right now, right? I do, and thank you so much for having me. But I find ways to keep super busy, that's for sure. Well, I'm really grateful for your posts on What the Fit uh, group, the What the Fit Coaching Academy on Facebook. E even if I don't respond, I definitely read all of your posts. And being someone who's dealt with anxiety for quite some time, and I find for me, it seems to be becoming a little more prevalent as I'm getting older. Sometimes even just reading it and knowing that there's somebody else out there that knows what anxiety is and how I might be feeling is, is reassuring. Yeah. Well, thank you so much for saying that. I really appreciate that. And the last few years since I launched Bella and as well as what the fit coaching Academy, I've been very vocal about my own personal struggles with anxiety and depression. And it is a very real um, challenges that so many of us have. And if I can help just one person, I really feel like I have done a good job. Well, I know that you, in your, in your job with Bella coaching services, you are primarily dealing with young people who have anxiety, ADHD. Tell us a little bit about the work. So the work that I do at Bella is twofold. So I love working with little, I call them my little humans, and they are children under 10 years old, between seven, seven and 10, who really struggle with anxiety. So we do a lot of strategies. We build a toolkit, um, aka a toolbox. The parents come in the last five or seven minutes. We explain what the strategies we are. They are implemented at home. We see how it goes. There's a lot of constant communication between the families and myself. 
and uh, you know, I can teach them the strategies in my office, but they're, the action is actually done at home and in the, uh, the environment where the anxiety occurs. So I love, love that part of my job. And I also work with teens who struggle with ADHD. And then the third population that I work with are women, like so many of us, like myself, especially, who do struggle with anxiety and depression. And we do this kind of the same thing, build a toolkit, have some action plans. They always leave the office with an action plan that they can do for the week. Well, I really applaud your work because there is such a, a stigma still associated with with any kind of mental illness, even though I guess if you wanted to put it on like a scale or on a spectrum, I'm, I'm guessing that probably a lot of people would say, well, depression and anxiety may be some of the, uh, the least, I don't want to say severe, but uh, maybe the least scary for people to talk about. You know, unfortunately you are correct. There is a stigma to that. And that is the reason why I love Lady Gaga, who is my very best friend. Only she doesn't yeah. know she's my very best yeah. friend. Well, you're like she's your friend in your head. <laughs> but she brings a lot of this the stigma to the forefront by sharing yep. her experiences with that. And I really appreciate her doing that very much so and getting rid of that stigma. There is such a connection between our mental health and our physical health health and our fitness. My goal is to bring them together. And once they are together, we feel like a real human being again. Well, I want to talk about that, that uh, body and, and mind connection, because I know that that's really what you've been focusing on, especially with your, your Facebook group, the What the Fit Coaching Academy. You recently changed the name and the focus a little bit of yeah. that group. And I know that, that you really promote um, the healing powers of movement and physical fitness. So in this time of us, you know, sheltering in place and staying at home, luckily we don't have to stay indoors. We can be outside as long as we're not congregating. So talk to us about how we can either start a, a physical fitness program or continue our physical fit programs, physical fitness programs during this time, Loretta. Sure. So this outbreak is very stressful for so many people and a fear and anxiety about a disease can be so overwhelming and cause such strong emotion, not only in adults, but in our children as well. So coping with the stress will help you um, become stronger. And how do we do that? So we get outside and we do movement. We move, we ride our bikes. I've seen families ride their bikes uh, one day last week when it was really nice out along the golf pass of Harbor Shores. And they were fairly far apart. People were really uh, applying the uh, social distancing regulation. So if you want to call it that, I guess, I don't know what other word to use, uh, uh, rule or whatever it is, to uh, really abide by that. So it's really cool to see people out there moving. That is just one of the things that we can do to ease our anxiety and our stress during this difficult time. One of the other things that I'm so grateful for is I belong to this really super cool gym called Cultivate Fitness where we do CrossFit. And Mindy and Seth, do, the owners, do such a great job of doing live workouts 
on their Facebook page. So anybody could go there, join their Facebook page, do these live workouts with them. Mindy is starting to do some recipe cooking, um, trying new recipes and trying to turn this uh, challenge in time that we'll have across the nation into where we could find some sort of an opportunity and look at it as that instead of um, the going down the rabbit hole of depression and anxiety. So I like that part of it. I'm aware that there's other gyms in our area that are offering that kind of stuff online. I know um, Renaissance Athletic Club with Lainey Shruba does it, Mary Dawn at Mad Dog does it. And I don't think you have to be members. I think if you go to their Facebook page and log into that and you'll see all their live workouts there. So that's a really yeah. good opportunity to do that and to get doing with your kids, which I think is really fun to do. Yeah, there are several uh, that are doing that. Um, and all you have to do is go online. And yeah, I've also seen the same thing that many of them, even though they are gyms that have memberships or classes where you mm -hmm. pay for classes, during this time, I've seen many of them offering them for free and also extending that offer to kids who are, you know, kind of cooped up now in the house and, and at home. Indeed. Last week, I happened to run across this uh, uh, Nancy Gitlin, who's an incredible dancer over here at the YMCA, and she was doing this workout. I didn't do the workout because I can't move like her. But I love watching her move and how she dances. So I thought that was just pretty cool. So that, even though I wasn't participating physically, mentally I was participating. Because I think that's really cool how to, how she does that. And I'm in awe of people who can dance because I have no rhythm at all. So I just thought that was just really fun. And it made me <laughs> smile. It really made me smile watching her. And I thought, oh, that's really cool. She just made my heart smile. And she doesn't even know that she did that. So that's another <laughs> way that we can just have fun and just turn this, like I said, these challenging and um, daunting times into opportunities. And what can we do where we can learn from this? And when this is over, we can come out stronger, stronger humans. I know I've seen that Planet Fitness is doing the same and offering free, mm -hmm. free workouts as well. But, you know, just check it out if you're looking for something and do it. You could even, you know, you've got the time now with your family, you know, do it with the kids if you yeah. want to. I want to just address one other thing uh, b before before we uh, leave with our time together here, Loretta. Sure. And that is, you know, the, the stress that people, especially people uh, also like me who deal with anxiety and depression, mm -hmm. um, this, this could be kind of a dangerous time. And it's really important to, to try to continue thinking about things that you can look forward to and try to find some hope and some positivity in the situation. Otherwise, you called it the rabbit hole. I call it the black hole. Yeah. You know, I think that if yeah. you're if you're someone who deals with with depression and anxiety on a pretty regular basis, you know, sometimes going through a, a, you know a negative situation can put you closer to the edge of that hole. Indeed, indeed, and I think one of the tools that we are so lucky to have is. Is that we, you know? I think it could. It's a great thing, and it sometimes it's not a great thing, and that is our social media. And I think taking breaks from watching and reading or listening to news stories, including including the stuff that's on social media, is will be is so beneficial where we don't get caught up in all that and taking some deep breaths and taking the time to unwind and do some really fun activities that you can enjoy and 
and with your child and you'll discover some really fun things that you never knew that you had and and you come out of this so much stronger as a family unit and even as stronger human beings when we get through this crisis together all right and uh i guess uh the last thing i want to say is congratulations because i understand that uh what the fit coaching academy group on facebook has led you to the decision to start a what the fit podcast yes what the fit what the big uh is this gonna be called what the fit podcast what the fit coaching i'm kind of toying with the name a little bit and it's going to be all about implementing our physical fitness and our mental health fitness and combining them and how they work together and how we become uh confident how we become stronger how our anxiety goes way down and our self-confidence goes way up so i'm really super excited about that so thanks for bringing that up and June 1st is your target date for that? June 1st is my target date. I have plenty right. of time, I think, in the next few weeks to put this all together and how I want it to look like and and how I would, the kind of guests that I would want uh, on my podcast and how, uh, how athletics has helped them, how certain things that um, they others have done to help their anxiety. It doesn't necessarily have to be with athletics, but just everybody has their own little tools that they use, and I would like to get the word out through my podcast on what works for this person could possibly work for that person. Well, I've really benefited from being a part of your group. And like I said, I, I don't respond to every post and I know that you're very regular and you have very, very welcoming and very soothing looking graphics and photos. And I just look forward to it every day. And I know that you send out a lot of tips and even give us some action steps that we can take. And I really do appreciate that. Like I said, even if I don't you know, do every single thing or take every single tip and adapt every single idea, it's just, it's just very um, comforting, I guess, to know that there is somebody out there that, that understands. So, and I appreciate you being so open, you know, publicly with your, your issues with anxiety and depression. Thank you, Loretta. Well, thank you, Brenda. You're, you're so sweet. I really appreciate the opportunity to help so many people. All right. Well, stay positive during this uh, during the course of this uh, coronavirus crisis. It sounds like you are. And thanks for helping so many other people do the same. Loretta Holmes is the owner of Bella Coaching Services in St. Joseph and also the founder of What the Fit Coaching Academy on Facebook. Join her group if you've uh, found that you're relating to the things that we're talking about today. And Loretta, how can people contact you through uh, through your business? They can contact contact me through my website, bellacoachingservices.com. And uh, obviously through Facebook, facebook.com forward slash Bella Coaching Services. And my phone number is 269-944-9842. And my email and all the good stuff is all on my website under the contact page. All right, great. You've been listening to Brenda Lane on Underpinnings Podcast. Hey, it's Brenda Lane. Question, who's one of the most passionate wedding photographers in the area, having photographed over 650 weddings and literally written not one, but two books on bridal photography and beauty? Who went from camera assistant at her professional photographer parents' knees as a child to chief photographer and now owner of the business? If you said Amy Witkowski of Meister Witkowski Photography in Stevensville, you're right. 
And that experience makes her ultra-qualified for senior, baby, family, special occasion, corporate, product, and website photos as well. That's why Amy was my choice for my son's newborn pictures 19 years ago and just recently for Underpinnings Marketing. You can trust Amy Witkowski with your photo legacy. I did. Meister Witkowski Photography, Stevensville. Visit MeisterWitkowskiPhoto.com. I'm Brenda Lane, and we're back. We're talking about things that are affecting people in our local area as a result of the shelter-in-place uh, order in Michigan and how our lives are really changing um, day by day, hour by hour, minute by minute in some cases, and trying to talk about things that are, are relevant to us here in Southwest Michigan. My next guest is Marcy O'Connell, and she is the director of Great Lakes Montessori. Before I get uh, going with Marcy, though, one more reminder, don't forget to fill out and complete your census. With everything going on, you might forget, but you've probably already gotten some type of a notification in the mail to hop online and complete that. Don't forget, because the ramifications of the census are going to be with us for a long time, just like the coronavirus. All right, Miss Marcy. Hey, is that what the kids call you at Great Lakes? They do. Sure they? Because you know, I always <laughs> think about you as Miss Marcy, and it must go back to back to your days even at at uh, Brookview Montessori. Yes. It Tell does. us about your background in education and and Montessori in particular, Marcy. Well, Brenda, um, I started as um, a parent of Montessori. My our youngest daughter um, went to Brookview Montessori and she began to was two. And from there, um, I got close with the director at the time. Um, she pulled me in um, to ask if I would help out in um, some, you know, different operations there. And I said, absolutely. And then once I started working there, fell in love with the Montessori philosophy and teaching methodologies and, that's when I went back to college again and got my teaching certification in Montessori education. Um, and then from there led on to um, the love of being with the students and the families um, that I eventually um, branched out and started a new Montessori school in St. Joseph, as you called it, Great Lakes Montessori. So we shouldn't bury the lead here. Let's give the most important thing, and that is that Great Lakes is going to be open and is going to be providing daycare for those essential workers who are continuing to have to go to work, um, right? So that's kind of the most important thing, right? Yes, All right, and we're going to get to the be... details on that in a few minutes, uh, but I did want to make sure that you know, so don't go away because there's definitely things as a parent of young children that you might uh, be wanting to hear as uh, through the course of this interview. So Marcy, you mentioned that you fell in love with Montessori and I'll have to say that I did the same. Even before I had my own child, I was invited to a tour of the Brookview School, which I, at the time was the only Montessori school uh, in the, the local area. And I absolutely fell in love with it. Wasn't even planning on having children at the time, but I know I said to myself, my gosh, if I ever had kids, this is the way to go. Maybe you could talk a little yes. bit about Montessori, because I think for people who haven't been exposed to it, it looks really different, especially the first time you see it, and especially if you've pretty much only been exposed to a public school type experience. Yes, that that's absolutely correct, Brenda. So Montessori, the Montessori philosophy is that um, 
we are trying to promote independent, capable beings. That means our, you know, our children are our future. So the greatest learning takes place between birth and age six years. So in Montessori, we, our philosophy is that we provide as many experiences for them to help them become these independent, capable little people. Um, and by doing that is respecting them to make their own choices and to follow um, their interests. So, you know, it, it's, it goes into child um, development and child psychology. You know, children are born, um, they come into this world and all they really know is, you know, their, what they need to have, their, um, their needs. Their basic met, needs, correct? right. So the Maslow hierarchy. <laughs> exactly. And so in, in Montessori, we are meeting their needs. And so we give them the, the option, even at a very young age, to make choices. So, for instance, a baby... Um, it wants to to move and learn on their own and, you know, being driven by basic needs. You know, I always tell my staff, it's like when a baby is first born and it's hungry. Well, guess what? The baby has to make a choice to move and try to do something eventually probably leading to a cry. So it's fed. So Montessori um, understands choices you know, very well. So it's all about making good choices for their lives and for themselves. I see so, it kind of coming down to what our basic motivations are as human beings. Absolutely. We, we, and we call it intrinsic motivation. You, you do things that you like, that you feel good about. So we respect that. And you use that then to and help them learn. Absolutely. And, and we actually just changed the names to our programs at Great Lakes Montessori. We used to be called the infant program and the toddler program and the primary program and, and the elementary programs. We just changed and have started for our, our new year coming up that it's our infants are not going to be called Discovery of World programs. The second um, classroom, which was our toddlers, is called Discovery of Independence. Every toddler wants to do things for themselves. So we, we're going to help them discover how they can find themselves um, by doing, letting them do things, you know, themselves. And then we have our preschool program is called Discovery of Self. So they are going to take the knowledge that they have learned about the world and about their independence and put that together. And we're going to help them discover what they like and how they like to learn because you know what Brenda not every child learns the same way and so we're going to be there to help all these children with different learning styles be successful um, and then our elementary program is called discovery of knowledge and that's when you know the the students are comfortable with their capabilities they understand their likes and dislikes and now is when they get in the elementary, they're really going to discover what knowledge is and, and how to learn and really understand it. So each level builds on each other. Um, and, and we just are trying to do our best using the Montessori philosophy to respect each and every one of these children. So um, tell me the story of Great Lakes Montessori. 
Oh, I love telling this story. It's it's really a true testimony, I believe, to to God's power. Um, so I had been um, at Brookview for about 10 years and things were changing. And I was really interested to get back to what I felt and what I understood um, that Maria Montessori had um, spirituality in the classrooms, not necessarily doctrinal teachings of any sort of religion or anything like that. But um, my understanding of the spirituality um, had a connection with God. So in, at our school, we do a child's led prayer in the morning. Um, we do, we love and respect every person, every culture, every religion. Um, so that's, that was kind of my, um, what do I want to say? My, my motivation to get a new school up and going. And, um, you know, things happened that had never happened before, especially when it came to like licensing rules. Um, my, my state licensing inspector actually laughed when I called him and said that I wanted to open up a new Montessori school in six weeks. And he laughed at me. He said, there's no way that's going to happen. Um, because it usually takes six months and he actually gave me the verbal okay to open. He goes, I, he, he looked at me and shook his head. He's like, I've never done this in 26 years, but I'm giving you the verbal okay to, to start to open. Well, with that being said, um, I had a um, family who I had had um, three of their children in my classroom that was willing to put a monetary donation up to help me open a school. And things worked out like he was connected to the Blue Roof Church, Pastor Dan Miller, Miller the um, um, head pastor he was looking that was in his heart to start a school. Um, he had never heard of Montessori before until 24 hours before, you know, me and this, this friend, this gentleman um, sat down, but pastor Dan actually had a missionary come up to him and, and said, Hey, you should consider a Montessori school. And pastor Dan was like a Montessori school. Well, then here, not even 24 hours later, we come and present to him a Montessori school. And then his his board and his parishioners had to vote, and they did. And let's just say I was given only 30 days to start the school. I left Brookview not having any protection of any kind of income past 30 days. And at the time, my husband was a stay-at-home dad, and we had um, two children at home. And I just found out I was pregnant with my third, and I was the only source of income at the time. But I took, you know, I took a huge step of faith, and I trusted in God that if this was meant to happen, it would. And do you know on the 20, I was supposed to have 15 students to start the school, and on the 29th day, I received my 15th oh, wow. student. 
That, that is a very uplifting I mean, story, Marcy. It, and it has been. Here we are in, in August. We're going to start our 17th year. At Gosh, I can't Lake believe Story. it's been that long. I remember talking to you when you were first getting the school ready to go. So let's get to yes. some of the things that are really pertinent for today and, you know, what's happening right now. And I know that there, as I said earlier in the, in the, in the, program that there are essential workers that need to go to work that do have young children. And I'm sure that there are lots of daycare concerns out there. Um, I want to address some of those concerns just, you know, generally, obviously nobody wants their kids getting sick right now. It's hard to think about, you know, a bunch of kids. I've heard many people call, you know, school or daycare like a Petri dish, (laughs) you know, so what are what are some yeah. things that, that you're going to do? I know you're going to be opening to parents to provide uh, care through Great Lakes Montessori, which, by the way, we haven't even mentioned the location, but you did say the Blue Roof Church, and that is your location in St. Joseph, right? Yeah, that is correct. So yes. when will you be when will you be open to families uh, and how should they get in touch with you? And, and what are special precautions that are, are going to be taken? Yes, thank you. So, Brenda, I want to tell you that um, my families that are, are currently at Great Lakes and my staff, I have always thought about them first and foremost, being the safest we can be. And actually, um, we had been opened until last um, Tuesday. And so we had been we closed Tuesday through Friday. Well, I have been in touch with some other local schools and and daycares and just seeing what they're doing, seeing, you know, if there's any support needed or anything like that. And I've had some directors reach out to me. So with that being said, I realized, wow, our community needs somebody, needs a place where kids can come to and be safe so that these essential workers can go and do do their jobs to keep our community safe. And so that's when I decided, well, we are going to open back up on Monday. But with that being said, um, we already had put um, safety measures in place um, for our children who did attend last week and the week before. So at this time to keep everybody as safe as possible as we move forward in this, we are going what we have been doing and will continue to do is we do not allow the parents into the building. Um, my staff um, wears masks and gloves and goes to the car with a thermometer and takes the temperature of the of the child. And if they do not have a temperature, we have them come into the school where they need to go wash their hands and then um, the teacher, changes gloves and and changes their safety gear and then gets ready for the next student. And I have a handful of teachers that are at the front door, you know, waiting to receive children. Um, As we open up to the public, um, I have been writing down so many different ideas about how on a bigger scale that we would take the safety of the children, my staff, and even the families that are dropping children off to keep us as safe as possible. And so I'm even thinking of, you know, does that include that we spray their, you know, backpacks and coats or whatnot with 
some kind of um, disinfectant sanitizer that would kill any germs. Um, you know, there's, uh, you know, how am I going to receive the public without having them enter the building? I've been writing down all sorts of ideas and suggestions if this does indeed need to be something that our community needs. I'm going to, I've been thinking on a larger scale of safety precautions for all involved. How can, how can parents get in touch with you that may be in need of daycare, even if it's during just this coronavirus crisis time? They can call the school directly because I am fielding phone calls from home. Um, the school's phone number is area code 269-556-0354. Or they can email me directly at marcy, M-A-R-C-I-E, at greatlakesmontessori.com. All right. And as far as, as far as fees and costs are concerned, I know you're still working on that, but basically yes. you're going to try to make sure that people who need you, you will make it affordable for them. Absolutely. Um, at this time, because Great Lakes Montessori is a nonprofit organization, um, and a private organization, so we don't get any, you know, government funding, that I do have staff that I need to pay. Um, so there will be some kind of fee associated with it, but, you know, this is a time for our community. And, you know, essential workers are anyone from, you know, police officers to to fire safety personnel to nurses and doctors and you know even the people that are making sure to move the safety equipment we are here for them and i will try the best to make um, a fee that is you know affordable for as many people as possible this is for the community this is not for you know any other purpose if there's a need in our community why, why wouldn't Great Lakes Montessori step up? We have the room. We could accommodate up to 225 to 250 students, depending on the community needs. And um, with that being said, you know, I, I also have some of my um, staff, my, my teachers and assistants who, you know, they're at various degrees of concern over this. We all should be concerned, but, you know, there's so many factors going into this um, situation, you know, we, I, I don't know, I, I also have talked to some other um, of the centers, day, you know, local daycare centers that they possibly could send staff my way um, if we need okay. it. So it's, it, it's just been amazing, you know, even you reaching out to me, it's the community is important right now and it's awesome how many people are really trying to be there for the community what are the hours of operation what is your plan for those hours to be marcy well right now we are open on monday we are only open eight to three um because unfortunately i can't get back to work until i because i am on mandated quarantine um and i won't be able to get back to work till tuesday um with that being said um we our normal operations hours of operations are from 7 a.m to 6 p.m 
And I would like to get back to that as soon as possible, if that's what our community needs. So it's, it's kind of, this situation is just so many unknowns. I'm, I'm kind of like working and, and changing as each moment has been changing for all of us. All right. Anything else that you'd like to add, Marcy? I think we kind of covered everything. I think it probably goes without saying that you're going to be cleaning and sanitizing the area where the children are going to, to be. Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. All right. Well, you've got a big job ahead of you. Uh, Bless you. Thank you so much for providing this service for our community. And hopefully if you're listening and you have a need or you know of someone who has a daycare need, please pass this information along to them. Uh, Marcy McConnell, who is the director of Great Lakes Montessori in St. Joseph at the Blue Roof Church. Thank you so much. Thank you, Brenda. You take care and God bless you all for what you're doing too, honey. You've been listening to Brenda Lane on Underpinnings Podcast. Brenda Lane, an Underpinnings Podcast is presented by Frederick and Kimberly's Aveda Salon in St. Joseph and Meister Witkowski Photography in Stevensville. Also sponsored by Full Circle Cafe and Espresso Bar in Stevensville. To see resources related to this podcast, for sponsorship information, or suggest a topic, visit underpinningsmarketing.com. Follow Underpinnings Marketing on Facebook, Instagram, and LinkedIn. Brenda Lane, an Underpinnings Podcast is produced by Jackie Beisel at Underpinnings Marketing. Thank you for listening and share with your friends.